Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox. Today, we are going to discuss over liking and why you should give yourself grace while you are in the honeymoon stage. So a couple of updates tonight or this afternoon, my Patreon will be receiving a new episode talking about why I ended my last relationship. And the truth is I learned some of the best lessons in this relationship, which completely turned my life around. Um, I want to talk about what I've been doing. Uh, I've been doing a lot of creative writing, which I'm hoping to start pitching to uh, different organizations to accept my work. And I have to admit that music directly impacts my mood. I mean, it's one of the things that I have to do to ensure that I feel good about life. And I love discovering new music. I love listening to new music. So I'm going to start giving you guys uh, a song for my podcast in the mood it elicits. And today I'm listening to my favorite early morning. I'm so happy to be alive. It makes me feel like I just ate healthy and I just worked out and it's a nice, crisp, beautiful morning and I'm going to have a wonderful day. And the song is called Brazilian Rendezvous and it's by Kira Frazier, which is K-E-I-R-F-R-A-S-E-E-R and James Brattle. Um, Last name is B-R-A-D-D-E-L. It feels like happiness. It feels like when you wake up early in the Caribbean and you're on vacation and it's just, it's a good mood. It's a good mood to have. So if you're feeling down, I suggest that you listen to this song. It will bring you up and let's get started. So I had a pretty good weekend. Um, However, my week was okay. And I found myself sort of going through this circular thoughts. It's a past pattern that made his way back you know it's one of those things where like when you're doing mental exercises you have to remember that occasionally your old habits will come back and I started to blame my younger self for over liking men and I went through the phases of guilt and shame and I had this dichotomy of good and bad I was good this way bad this way I was strong this way but I was a weak woman that way and I had to pull out of that and pull out of that dichotomy and zoom in on one basic fact that grounds me and that makes me okay with myself in that it is okay to love. That is the, the phrase, the idea, the thought that I have to remind myself. It's okay to love, it is okay to love freely, and it is okay to enjoy things freely. And what I mean by that is, I'll just start with the context. One of the saddest things we ever did as a society was designate love to specific boxes, meaning you can only love your friends and family. You can be aware of your acquaintance. You can love your lover, but anything outside of those categories were kind of left in this conflict. Or if, 
you know, someone is in, you know, this flex zone where they're not necessarily your friends and they're not necessarily your lover. You think that you can't love them. And this kind of leaves us in a big conflict with ourselves because you may feel instant love for a new friend, but you tell yourself to stop or you go into a panic or you may feel instant love to a prospect and you will go into a panic and panic and spiral out of control. Or you can tell yourself that it's too much and I need to calm the fuck down. But what if you had a neat place to rest this excitement, this these emotions of love, excitement and possibility? What if you had a neat place to put that? What if you could create a category for yourself where that type of love exists freely with no limitations? What if it were okay to love new people? What if you could do it and not lose yourself? What if you could feel it and just acknowledge that it is there? What if we stop asking ourselves, is it low self-esteem or are we lonely or are we lonely or are we bored? And we just accept that that, hey, I'm excited about this new person and I, and I love them already. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't have to have a bad meaning. You don't have to, uh, paint it a certain way. You don't have to label it a certain way. Feeling excitement and pure love for a prospect doesn't mean that you're bored or you're lonely or you have low self-esteem. It only means that you're excited. That you're excited that you have, you have so much love to give and you just happen to give it to this person. The thing about love is that it is something you are designed to do. You are supposed to be feeling love. You are supposed to feel love all the time. You know, and without people, without love, without connection or community, you would wither away. So literally your health is severely impacted if you aren't in community with others. So why is this excitement and this love so bad? Why is it such a bad thing? If you have self-respect, you can give love freely. You can feel excited by a new prospect and still live your life and not compromise your values. Why do we have to label it and place it into the category as bad and push ourselves against or away from these things? And then it ends up backfiring at, on the end. Because when you suppress your emotions, they're going to find a way out whether you like it or not. So over liker, there's nothing wrong with you. You can be an over liker. You are not beholden to these emotions. You are literally generating them. And what you can give to others, you can surely give to yourself. So how do you give love freely and keep yourself grounded? Now, that may be what we need to work on, on the grounded part. But the love, it doesn't have to have a negative judgment on top of that. The excitement, it doesn't have to have negative judgment after that. You don't have to even control yourself for those feelings. But you can keep yourself grounded while you are feeling those feelings. And I'm sorry, my dog is in the background. He wants to make himself known. So what do you do? What are the steps that you take 
to ensure that you can be fun and over liker and excited and kind of you know you lay in your bed and you think about what the future can be I don't think there's nothing wrong with that but it's what you do with those emotions that you have to be um, aware of you could feel whatever you want to feel like I said but it's the actions that you have to be aware of so how do you do that how do you love and be excited and stay grounded you one you stay present when you are future oriented, you take a little more, you take the information that you have, and you create a story about a person and you, and you don't even know if this story is true. You may have made up something elaborate. You may have made something up to hurt yourself or to make you sad. The story may tell you who this person is, or it may be irrational, or it may be some type of, you know, um, hypothetical person who you created based off the feelings that you currently have it's so much that your mind can create and that's why you have to stay present you have to stay in the moment when you're in the present you're dealing with the facts so if you are on a date and you feel girly around him the facts are that this is fun but you're not required to leap to something more you can take it as it is. You can take today as it is. You can take this moment as it is, but you don't have to leap into anything else. Number two, write down all of your feelings. Like I said, feelings aren't wrong. We don't put any judgment calls on our feelings. You can write down everything you feel in the journal. You don't be embarrassed or ashamed while you do it. And um, this is what, this was a big thing for me because my mom used to snoop and always try to find what I'm writing or, um, you know, what I'm thinking about. So when I would write in my journal, I would always write in a way where I was aware that she was going to try to find it. So I wouldn't be as truthful as I was. So I had to remember and I had to go and remind myself that my mom is not here I can write as freely as I want to. There's no one that's going to disrespect my boundaries because I have created a space where that doesn't happen. So write down everything you feel. And if you have that feeling that you think someone's going to read or write your stuff, deal with that feeling as well. And remember, once you write it down and you reread it, don't be embarrassed. It's good your heart is pumping strong. Look at all the heartbreak you you went through with your parents, your friends, your family. Look at all of that that you went through. And still your heart is at full force. That's a great muscle. That's strong. Lucky you. Not everyone recovers. Not everyone is resilient. No, not everyone has a heart like yours who despite getting hurt wants more, wants more love. Think that it can turn into something or that it can be beautiful. Now, of course, we don't want to continue to keep breaking our own heart. But right now, your heart is strong. It's excited. Be grateful. Lucky you. Many people have fallen and not getting up. And their heart has taken many heartbreaks and they they refuse to pump again. Number three, pre-write all your boundaries down on the index card. Or a sheet of paper. Write it down. Remind yourself what your standards are. Keep them beside your mirror to remind yourself of your values. Of the things that you personally created for yourself. Not what your friends created. 
not with Twitter created or Facebook or any social media created. What are the values that you hold for yourself? These are your rules. So if they are your rules, they should not be hard to abide by. And remember that you are at the center of each and all decisions. Your comfort and joy is your priority. So based on these things, what environment do you predict based on your past will be good for you? Who do you feel can cultivate that environment with you? Write down your standards and remind yourself of what you're doing and why. Finally, four, indulge it a little. Just indulge it a little. Feelings are there. They are present. Even if you don't want them to be there, they will be there. Even if you want them to be quiet, they're going to be loud. So that means sometimes you have to indulge these feelings and... And, and feel it and feel the romanticism. Give yourself a good show. You know, but honestly, remember that you're the main character. Pizzazz it up a little bit. But remember, you are delicate. And you are trying to be the best nurturer of yourself so you can indulge your feelings. But you don't have to act on it. You don't have to put yourself in risky situations where you're going to be hurt, where your heart is going to be taken advantage of, where your mind is going to be manipulated. You can overlike someone, but you can also be grounded. You can indulge the emotions of romanticism, but you can also remember, hey, I have a specific thing that I want. And if this person doesn't fall in line with that, I will not hesitate to let it go. So on that note, you take care, have fun liking and flirting and being around people. And just remember that you are your nurturer. You are your protector. So do things to make sure that you're nurturing and protecting yourself. So take care. Bye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.